Welcome to the Hormonal and Fit AF podcast. I am your host, Stacey, and I am here to help educate, raise awareness, and make you feel normal with your hormonal journeys. If you enjoy the podcast, please follow and leave a rating on Apple or Spotify or both. And don't forget to share it with your hormonal friends too. Hello guys, welcome back. Thank you for coming back. I do appreciate you all and I'm so excited that you are here. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different to previous conversations and I'm going to be chatting about diet culture and how diet culture can affect younger women in particular. So this conversation I am going to have today may be a little bit of a trigger for some people, but I want to be transparent about the effect of diet culture and how it can leave an imprint on young children, in particular females, if we are not careful how we approach things at a young age. And the reason I'm having this conversation is for probably a few different reasons. First off, my passion for women and helping women feel good and helping women focus on their health and not letting their journey be dictated by the likes of scale weight. Secondly, a chat that I had with a 15-year-old girl who approached me for help with her goals. And once we got into what she wanted to achieve and how she felt, it completely had me taken aback, if I'm completely honest. And how she had perceived herself and her outlook on what she should look like due to what she has absorbed growing up and partly through school friends as well. So buckle up and listen in and before we begin have a big think about it. If we can change our thinking on what is healthy when it comes to dieting and change this approach for our children and our younger generations, I genuinely think that we could start to change lives. Okay, hormonal gals and guys, if there's some guys listening, here's a real question for you. And I want you to think about this and even pause this if you need to whilst you think about it properly. How old were you when you went on your first diet? Or how old were you when you first changed what you wanted to eat because of what somebody else said or because of what somebody else thought or any form of rule that was kind of impressed on you about what you should eat? Any sort of thing like that. How old were you when that first happened? Have a think about it. And I'm going to ask you again later because I do want to get a little bit of feedback on this because I think it would be quite interesting to know what the general consensus is. One of my first memories, not on diet culture, but one of the first things that comes to my mind when I was younger, and this isn't a, an attack at either of my parents, but when we were not allowed to leave the table until we had finished what we were eating, that's one of my first memories when I was younger. And that's kind of part of it but also what I want you to think about how old you were when you maybe started to deliberately not eat did you not finish food because of something and it can be because of somebody else 
maybe that person told you or said something or did something or it can be because of yourself. I've personally heard stories from women through my job a lot where they were sometimes as young as the likes of eight years old and maybe being at the dinner table with extended family like aunties uncles and for example one story was that this lady's auntie came over to her and snatched her plate away before she was finished eating her food and the auntie directly said to her face at eight years old oh you should be done eating now you've you've clearly had enough to an eight-year-old and she specifically remembers that nothing like this was said to her brother who was always sat right beside her at the table and I've heard other stories from women who were literally kind of pinched in the belly or poked in the belly touched somewhere on their body and references would be made that you have fat on you you should stop eating for example someone being poked in the belly at a little bit older about 11 years old and saying oh yeah you should be done eating or pinching their belly and saying you do not need dessert today actual children whose bodies are still growing and still developing and when their subconscious brain is probably not fully developed as well so from there on they're going to have this image in their head of everything shifting and changing constantly being worried about what they're going to eat and so on and so forth I don't know if you guys you probably will I would imagine because I think the the age range who listen to this podcast is definitely at least my age if you've ever watched Clueless or the likes of Mean Girls there is actually a few points in these videos that when you watch them back you realise that it's, it's got a really bad outlook on food. So, for example, there's a bit where the girl's upset and because the boy doesn't like her. And then to make her feel better, they go to a shopping mall and they have a carb fest. So they eat a bunch of carbs. So you feel bad, you eat a bunch of carbs. It's a little bit weird, really, that they put that in movies of at any time, to be honest, but at an age where there's young females watching them. And I watched these movies when I was younger, but it's not something I noticed when I was that age. But I do think that you would be absorbing that information at the same time. So this can be the undertone of everything. And we just we just don't always see it that much. But I can see it now and would love us to all recognize these things and do our part to just kind of help the younger generation come into their older years in a much better mindset when it comes to dieting. I also grew up in an age where I remember that fat was a bad thing, like you didn't eat fat. And that's still around today for sure. I often have clients expressing their concerns to me that they feel like their fat intake is too high. Us women need to eat fat and fat is super super essential for the likes of keeping our hormones nice and balanced as well. If you are not eating enough fat then this is when our hormone production will not happen properly. Eating fats will help your body produce your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone. It will help your body have a regular menstrual cycle. It will help with fertility. So it is very important that us ladies don't neglect our fat intake. I think within society too it's 
very much ingrained into people in supermarkets that items should be fat-free. You will always see fat-free on the label and it's promoted highly within shops and things, but fat shouldn't be seen as the enemy for sure. And I want the whole stigma of any form of restriction to be killed and burned. Is that savage? I don't think so. If you're still listening to this, it's very possible that it's a part of you that agrees or can relate to what I'm talking about. Another memory for me growing up was being in secondary school and trying to find a reason each week how I could get out of taking part in PE. And at the time, I didn't click at all why I was doing this. I was probably 13 or 14 years old. But now that I think about it, it was because I was afraid of other girls and boys in my class seeing my body, having to get changed in front of other girls. Absolutely not. I was never doing that. No chance. I loved exercise. I loved sports, but I let myself miss out on that because I didn't want to let myself be seen by other people in my class in sports gear, in in more revealing clothes. How many other people did this? I know some other people in my class did it there listening. I remember it being such a big thing. I definitely can't be the only one. We all claimed to have our period weekly back then. And I actually remember getting away with it as well. So I don't know why the teachers didn't pull us up on it sooner, but it was definitely a thing. And I do believe the way we change things for the younger generation starts with us. It starts with us having a healthy relationship with dieting, how we look at dieting. Are we even dieting? I'm not a big fan of that word. Or are we trying to create better lifestyle habits? Creating better relationships with food, building our confidence and respect for our bodies rather than living a life of constant restriction which never often ends well. It never does. So let's start today to make a long-term change. I'll go back to my initial question. How old were you when you started getting the message that you needed to eat less? You weren't doing the right things for your body and your health. How old were you? Let me know. You need to drop me a message. Drop me a message on Instagram and let me know how old you were. I would really like to see what the general age is here so we can report it back out onto the story. Obviously, all your messages will stay anonymous. It coached by Stacey. That is my my business with my lovely ladies who I coach. One of the things that we do there is that we work on mindset. We try and deconstruct all of these things that I've spoken about so far because it's ingrained and it's embedded within us. And it can be a part of the foundation of what you grew up with. And you have to know and recognize and be able to navigate around this to actually move beyond it. Otherwise, you'll just constantly be looking to do things that just shift the weight on the scale. And if that doesn't work oh my God, I'm doing the wrong thing. I'm going to restrict myself even more and I'm going to keep gaining weight. And you go round in this really awful, horrendous circle. It literally feels so awful in your body that you have a lot of freak out because of it. When we talk about the subconscious mind being formed, it's probably before the age of 12. So for most girls, they have already had some form of event they've probably experienced, which has left an imprint 
with them on restrictions or dieting and it's quite frightening how this can stay with a young woman for such a long period of time. Lifelong for most women it can be a huge factor towards the likes of disordered eating as well so we have to be super super careful. It's because it's pushed on us at such a young age and once we hit the age of puberty and the age where our bodies change we've already passed that age where our subconscious minds are developed If you think about it, I remember when I was young, it would be common for an adult to say to a boy, oh, you're going to grow up and be big and strong, all toned in a really positive way. I don't often remember this reference being used to to a girl and it can often be toned in a negative way for a girl or a woman to get bigger. Society in general is directed this way. And I remember when I first started getting into weight training some people would say to me and often people who were actually really important to me would say to me oh don't don't get too big so let's just stop a minute and ask this question whose business is it whatever size that I am if you want to build muscle go and build the muscle same goes for if someone is into training and looking after their health, making positive changes within their life. People and often family members will then be inclined to make comments along the lines of, well, watch, watch you don't get too skinny, watch you don't get too thin. And I think this is something that we have to be very careful with. It's often coming from a place of care, weirdly, but comments like these can be very hurtful for a person and for a female who is trying to grow and change and develop and better herself. And I think the reality of these sorts of comments, it's often coming from a person who is maybe struggling to make a change to better themselves. So it's almost a pain point for them to see you doing better, that they almost want to drag you back just a little bit closer to them. It's more strange nowadays for me ostracized, that's the third time I've said that, I just blanked out the other ones, (laughs) for maybe not wanting to drink alcohol. This is a good example as well. I know I'm going off on a little bit off par, but it does make sense because you want to focus on your goals. And since when did making the healthy choices over the unhealthy addictive ones become the abnormal thing to do? It's so true, isn't it? When you think about it. Okay, let's go back to the main topic. How diet culture can affect us from a younger age than we may ever realise. And I want you to think back at your life and think about things which affected you and maybe made you feel awkward or uncomfortable. It could be the memories of not being allowed to leave the table until you finished all your food. It could be that you weren't allowed to eat dessert until you were completely finished your main course. It could be that you wanted more, but you were told you already had enough. It could be that you have memories of your parent or someone close to you drinking the likes of slimming shakes instead of consuming real meals. And I'm, again, not saying these things to make any of my parents feel guilty. My mom was an amazing mom, but these generations have just changed so much and I just see so much how these things can drag forward into our younger ones' lives. And I think it's our prerogative to try and stop this. All of these things are things we need to deconstruct. These are things which can 
really impacted you as an adult. I see it all the time, especially when it comes to the likes of the scale weight. And if we don't spend the time trying to deconstruct what happened when we were younger, we don't get a chance to change our mindsets on how we think about it all. Food is used to fuel our bodies and for us to feel good about our bodies. Food should not be something we either indulge in or feel bad about or that we have to eat. Try and think of it like that. That's like how I like to to look at it. It should never be either of the second list. I've had my own personal struggles with food and I've been there I've had such a negative relationship with food. I've had such a negative relationship with the scales as well. I can't change any of it, but I did overcome it. And I can use my knowledge to project it forward and out into the world for those struggling as well. So they can then move forward too. And my core values at Coach by Stacey is to have health and balance in all aspects of life. I will never ever restrict my clients. If anything, when they first begin, I actually often give them more, which will freak them out. But the scales are not the enemy. But what I will say is if they are the enemy to you and they trigger you, just come away from them. I use scale weight as a measurement tool with my team and it's simply that. But If I recognize that a client is struggling or creating a very negative outlook on stepping on the scales, I will remove them. It's far more important we focus on your health, focus on being fortunate enough to move our bodies, fortunate enough to have a healthy and functioning heart and lungs. And as soon as you shift your perspective from what the number on the scale says and that calories or fats, etc., are the enemy and will make us fat, And once you start focusing on the best version of you, going into the gym session, focusing on movement, focusing on strength, focusing on fitness, the scales are going to do their thing regardless. Your body is going to change. What you need to do is you need to be present for the journey and you need to enjoy it. Because you know what? Before you know it, life will come to a halt in some shape or form sometimes sooner than you expect and what have we spent it doing? Focusing on that metal device we stand on and letting it determine whether we are progressing and becoming better. It's madness. When you think about it, when you stop and think about it, it is insanity. But I'm not here to say that you are all crazy because I was crazy at one point too. <laughs> it's not that you're crazy. It's um, It's just a difficult place to be in when you get caught up in the diet culture and the scale culture and I am here to try and help you through it. I currently weigh around 60 kilos but when I first started weight training I weighed around 51 so that's almost 10 kilos heavier and I sure as hell appreciate my body and what it can do, and how it looks a lot more now than I did when I was 51 kilos. And that is what helped me once I shifted my perspective towards what my body could do, and really focused on the fact that I was getting stronger within the gym, and I could see some muscle building. I soon came away from it all. I didn't focus on the scales. 
I was able to weigh myself though. I was able to weigh myself and not freak out about it. It did take me a little bit of time to get used to seeing that number increasing, even though my body was looking better. It doesn't happen overnight. I'm not saying that you're just going to wake up tomorrow and feel fine about it after listening to this podcast and you're going to be totally cool with it. It's not going to work like that. It does take time, but it is something that we need to practice and be really self-aware of and just practice daily. It's like any habit. You need to do it regularly before it starts to ingrain. So we need to look at how we're going to change this. How are we going to change this all going forward? And I think the first step needs to be by recognizing ourselves, changing our own outlook on what is healthy around diet culture, being aware of the way that we are around the younger generation in particular, so that our children or our children's children, our grandchildren don't grow up with these same outlooks that a lot of us have and do. We need to be so careful with the way that we impact their lives for sure. And this is what I want to try and achieve from this episode. I think another thing that really helps with this is to speak about it. Like anything in life, I think the more we speak about how things may be impacting us or have impacted us when we were younger, it definitely helps to hear stories from other women who feel the same way or feel the same struggles or maybe you've only just realized that you feel these struggles today by listening to this podcast. It certainly has been a penny drop moment for me the more that I was thinking about all this before I pulled it together and obviously after having that conversation with that younger girl earlier in the week who came to me asking questions about coaching and then I thought my god this girl is so young and her outlook on everything is already in such a negative place. I'm in the position today where I have the opportunity to work with so many lovely women but it's a very common thing that they are facing these daily struggles with how they perceive themselves what their relationship is like with the scales, what their relationship is like with food, etc. And it's my job to be here to continue to put my knowledge out to the world. And I will forever do that to try and help women transform their mindsets on how they look at these things and how they look at themselves. You are worth so much more than worrying about what you weigh. You're worth so much more than feeling guilt when you go for a meal that maybe isn't on plan. We definitely love to encourage having this balance at Coach by Stacey. We love to have balance. We don't like to feel guilt about having a meal out. It is always about balance and consistency. We work on knowing we are stronger than the scales. Think of all the time you have wasted focusing on what you weigh. Imagine you could get all that time back. That relief and calm back that you deserve, it is doable. I overcame it myself, as I say, and you can do it as well. And if you're lucky enough to be alive and well and healthy today to listen to this podcast, to have a gym membership, to go to the gym and train because you're healthy enough to do so, you are winning at life. We have the choice to change this going forward and how we approach dieting. And dieting is pushed on girls from a very young age. Image is pushed on women a lot in general too. You have to look a certain way. You have to be a certain size. And if you want to change your physical appearance for you, then that is great. I love to better myself and to see my body grow and get better, etc. But if you're doing it because of someone else or some shitty belief that 
this may be being pushed on you at whatever age, then that is not okay. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not a disordered eating expert. I'm just a human being who's seen and been through a lot of these topics that we're discussing. And I see it daily with my team of clients as well. But I do believe this is something that we can work on. And yeah, change starts with us. It starts within us for sure. And the reason I'm having this conversation today is for you to sit down and think about your life, about your timeline and maybe any pivotal moments which you've had, things which were maybe really bad, moments when you felt like things become better. And it is a process. It's a journey. Each person's journey is unique, whether it's a journey to work on your mindset, whether it's a journey to build your relationship with your food. The important part is that you're here and you're listening and you're self-aware to make those small steps to change and to change these things around you for those who are around you as well. Gosh, I just gave you guys a motivational speech there. I wasn't even prepared for that myself. But I hope you guys can relate to this topic and I hope you are on board with it with me because it's hard enough sometimes for me to watch women go through these things on my team. But the thought of it pushing into younger girls as well who are still to grow up that we can possibly make these changes for them I know we can't change the world but we can change the way that we look at things and make sure that the the younger girls the younger generation who are surrounded by us whether it's your children your friends children your grandchildren there's always going to be young people in our lives even if they're not ours they absorb everything that they see. So the way that we act, the way that we look at food, if you maybe are dieting, which is fine, like make sure you do it sensibly and you don't restrict yourself. But even if you're dieting, I think like if you're fine to step on the scales, but for example, I maybe wouldn't be trying to step on the scales regularly when my my child could see me doing that because I think all of these things they pick up on it I'd love to hear your feedback though I'd love to hear your feedback as I say this episode has definitely been a little bit different for me and for hormonal and fit but I do feel like it's something that I wanted to talk about and I obviously have a platform to express it onto so I think that other people may find it useful as well As always, I want to thank you guys so, so much for coming along. Thank you so much for listening. It honestly means the world. If you can do me a favor, head over to Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Just go on and hit the little follow button. You will make my day. I would absolutely love that. It helps the podcast grow and more people can listen to my amazing little chats each week. But I will be back next week. Have the best week and I hope you have a lovely day. Thanks, guys.